Cheryl, and this is Sleep Tight Relax, a calming bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. Our sleep story is the seventh chapter of Flop Ear the Rabbit. Flop Ear has gotten away from Jimmy and is going to try to find his home again. He meets a bird up in a tree, and they chat for a while before the bird tells Flop Ear to hurry up and run again because he can see Jimmy coming over the fence. But before we continue with our story, let's take a moment to relax. We can practice our deep breathing anytime or anywhere. But before bed, Let's first turn down the lights, get comfortable, and make sure that everything feels as it should. Now, close your eyes if you like, and we'll begin with a few slow, deep belly breaths. Each time you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your belly. When you breathe in, be sure to slowly breathe through your nose. And when you breathe out, try to push all the air out of your lungs. Breathe in. And breathe out. Notice how you feel when you take these deep breaths how you get more and more relaxed with each breath, how the weight of your body sinks into the bed. Breathe in and breathe out. Throughout this time of relaxation and our story, Thoughts of the day or the day to come may enter your mind. That's okay and normal. When they come, just try to return your attention to your breathing, to the story, and music. Breathe in. And breathe out. Perfect. Let's continue with Flop Ear, the Funny Rabbit, Chapter 7. Flop Ear sat up on his hind legs once he was outside the fence and looked around. Flop Ear put his head on one side and his nose trembled, sort of, for he was wiggling it in order to try if he could smell any danger. Well, I wonder which way I should go, asked Flop Ear to himself. Just then, he heard a bird up in a tree over his head laughing. What are you laughing at? asked Flop Ear. Do you see something funny? Yes, replied the bird, still laughing. I do. What is it? asked Flop Ear. Tell me, and if I see it, I will also laugh. 
You may laugh if you like, answered the bird, but you can't see what I am laughing at unless you go near a pool of water and look down in that. Then you will see yourself, for I am laughing at your ears. They do look funny. Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you don't mind being laughed at. Not a bit, cried Flop Ear in a happy voice. I like my friends to laugh, even at me, if that makes them jolly. Then it is all right, chirped the bird. If you do not mind telling me, Flop Ear, where have you been and where are you going? I do not mind telling you in the least, returned the rabbit. So you know my name too, do you? Oh, it is easy to guess your name by looking at your floppy ear, said the bird. And may I ask what your name is? Asked Flop Ear politely. My name is Cheer Up, replied the bird. I am called that because I try to make my friends cheer up and be happy by singing to them. That's fine, cried Flop Ear. I wish I could sing. Well, I suppose it is nice the bird said, trilling a few notes. I wish I could fly like you, went the rabbit. Then maybe I could find my home. You see, I am lost. A man chased me far away from my burrow, and I can't find it again. I have been living with a boy named Jimmy, and he taught me some tricks. But I grew tired of staying in a box most of the time, though the boy was very good to me. So I have just run away, and I am going to try to find my home, and my father, and my mother, my sister, and my brother, and Lady Munch. Who is Lady Munch? asked Cheer Up. She is my grandmother, and a dear old lady rabbit. And I want to see them all so much that I wish I could fly like you. I might find them then. Yes, it is nice to fly, said Cheer Up, but still, if you cannot sing and fly as I do, there are things which you do that I cannot do. I have no thick warm fur to keep me warm in the winter, though my feathers do very well. And I cannot dig in the ground as you can to hide away from cats who often climb up the tree where my nest is. So you see... You can do some things also. Yes, said Flop Ear. I suppose we animals can do the things that are best for us. But I must hurry off. I want to get home. I don't suppose you know where it is, do you? No, I am sorry to say I do not. But did I hear you say you were kept in a box by a boy? Yes, his name was Jimmy. Well then, if I were you and wanted to keep away from him, I would hurry off as fast as I could right now, chirped the bird suddenly. Why? Flop Ear wanted to know. Because I can look down on the other side of the fence under which you just crawled, said the bird. And I can see a boy running over this way. He first looked in a box under a tree and then he ran this way. That's Jimmy, said Flop Ear. He came home from school and let me out of the box. Then he went into the house and I thought, 
that would be a good chance for me to get away. So I ran. Yes, and you had better run some more, said Cheer Up. The boy knows you have gone and he's after you. Thank you for telling me, said the rabbit. It is a good thing you are up so high in the tree so you can look down on the other side of the fence. Yes, I'll be getting along. Jimmy was a good, kind boy and gave me nice things to eat. Still, this is not my home, and I do not like doing tricks. I'm going. Goodbye. Goodbye, chirped Cheer Up. I hope I shall see you again sometime. And you had better hurry, Floppier, or that boy is right at the fence. Well, I'm sorry he won't get me, said the rabbit. And with a jump, he hid himself behind a bush. Then, out of sight of the boy, Floppier ran on. As for Jimmy, he had come out of the house, and not seeing Floppier where he had left the rabbit, he looked around the yard for him. I wonder if he could have jumped back into his box, said the boy. He looked, but Floppier was not there. It was then that the boy ran over to the fence. The bird sitting high up in the tree saw him and told Floppier. Oh, my nice, tame trick rabbit has gotten away, cried Jimmy. I see a hole under the fence. Maybe he got away through that. The boy hurried to the fence near the hole Floppier had made and jumped over. But by this time, Floppier was safely away. And the boy, not having as good a nose for smelling rabbit tracks as a dog, could not tell which way Floppier had gone. Jimmy looked all around and in the bushes, but he could not find Floppier. Looking up in the tree, the boy saw the bird. Ah, little bird, he said, I wish you could talk and maybe you could tell me which way my rabbit went. Of course, Cheer Up could not answer the boy in his own speech, but the bird said to himself, I am not going to tell you where Floppier is or he wants to find his home. You were kind to him, but he just had to go away. Then Cheer Up flew off, and the boy, after looking around a little bit more for his pet rabbit, gave up and went back into the yard. At first, Jimmy was quite sad about Floppier's going away. But about a week later, he was given a pet dog, and he trained his dog to do some tricks. So he was happy again. Floppier hopped on under the bushes until he came to an open field. He was so far away from the house now, that he thought it would be safe to sit up and look around. Across the field, he saw some woods and he said to himself, I'll go over into those woods. Maybe that is where my home is and I may find Pink Nose and snuggle there. Oh, how I wish I could see them again and have a game of tag. Over into the woods hopped Floppier. 
He was glad to feel the dry leaves rustling under his paws again. He liked the cool, shady woods with their carpet of green moss. This was much nicer than being in a box part of the time, even though there were good things to eat. I guess I can find something here, thought Floppier. I haven't gnawed a bit of bark since I lived with Jimmy. I'll eat some now. Going up to a tree, Floppier began nibbling the bark. He had eaten two or three mouthfuls when he heard a chattering voice calling. Hello down there. Who is nibbling at my tree? Oh, excuse me, said Floppier. I didn't know this was your tree. Who are you? I am Slicko, the jumping squirrel, was the answer. Can you see me up in my nest? Lopier looked up and saw a little gray animal with a big, bushy tail. In her paws, Slicko held a nut, which she was eating. Oh, do you have a nest up there? asked Flopier. Yes, this is my home. Then you must be a bird if you live in a nest, remarked the rabbit. Well, yes, in a way, maybe I am, laughed Slicko. But we squirrels only live in nests in trees in summer. In the winter, we burrow under the ground as you rabbits do, Floppier. So you also know my name? asked Floppier. Oh, yes, and I am glad to see you. I was wondering who was down there gnawing at my tree. That's so. I suppose this is your tree, since you have a nest in it, said Floppier. I can easily gnaw some bark off of another. Oh, that's all right, chattered Slicko cheerfully. Gnaw all the bark you like, as long as you do not take too much off the tree, or it will die. I won't take too much, promised Floppier. I can only stop a little while. I am lost, and I am looking for my way home. Wait a minute, and I'll come down and talk to you, said the squirrel, as she scrambled down from her nest. Well, now we are nice and comfortable. Let's talk, said Slicko, the jumping squirrel, as she found a soft place on a bed of moss. Lopier picked himself out a nice place also. How did you happen to get lost? asked Slicko, and Floppier told him all about it. And I have just run away from the nice boy who was teaching me tricks, finished Floppier. I'm glad you got away. I suppose you meet many animals on your travels, said Floppier. Yes, indeed, answered Slicko. I met Squinty, the funny pig, and you did? cried Floppier. Why, I know Squinty. His pen is near the burrow where I used to live. If you could only show me where Squinty is, I could find my way back home. I wish I could do that for you, said Slicko, but I have forgotten where Squinty's pen is. Still, I can try. Please do, begged Floppier. So the squirrel and the rabbit went off into the woods together, looking for Squinty's pen. But it was farther away than Slicko thought, and after searching around for some time, Slicko said, I don't think I can find it, Flopier. I'm sorry. 
Well, never mind, said the rabbit. You had better not come too far away from your nest or you'll be lost also. I will do the best I can by myself. I would ask you to stay with me, said Slicko. Only, I know you can't climb a tree to get up into my nest. No, I can't climb trees, the rabbit said. But I can jump through a hoop and stand up on my hind legs and hold a bit of carrot on my nose. The boy taught me how to do that. I can also pull a little wagon by a collar around my neck. But I have no carrot now to put on my nose, and there is no wagon here to pull, and no hoop to jump through. Still, I can jump without one, I suppose. Let me see how well you jump, said Slicko. So Flop Ear gave a big jump and asked, Can you jump as far as that, Slicko? Not quite as far. I can best do my jumping up in the trees this way. And scrambling up among the branches, the squirrel leaped from one tree limb to another, landing as lightly as a feather. That's fine jumping, Slicko, called Flop Ear from down on the ground. I can't do that. I would be afraid up so high. Oh, there's no worries, the squirrel said. Then the two friends talked some more, and just before Slicko went back to her nest and Flop Ear traveled on again, the rabbit said, I hope I find my family soon and my home, for I am getting quite lonely. I was glad to meet you, Slicko. And I was glad to meet you, chattered the squirrel. Goodbye. Goodbye, called Flop Ear. My, he certainly is a funny rabbit thought Slicko to herself as she watched him going along through the woods with one ear up and the other ear down. He makes me laugh and feel happy just to talk to him. I hope he finds his home. On and on through the woods went Flop Ear. Now and then he would stop and thump on the ground with his feet, hoping some of his folks might be near and hear him. But no answering thumps came, and Flop Ear felt sad and lonely. That night he found a hollow tree with some dried leaves piled up in it, and there he slept. It was not cold out, and as Flop Ear found some sweet roots to eat and a nice spring of water out of which to get a drink, he was not so badly off. The woods in which Flop Ear slept that night was near a road, which was between two large cities. In the middle of the night, the rabbit was awakened by the sound of rumbling. That must be thunder, he said to himself. It isn't a man, or they don't come out at night. I wonder if a storm is coming. Well, if it is, I'll be safe in my hollow tree. I guess I'll take a look outside, though. The rumbling noise grew louder, but as Flop Ear looked out, he could see no lightning. The moon was shining brightly too, so the rabbit knew it could not be a storm. Then as he looked toward the road, he saw some big wagons being hauled along by many horses. And from the wagons came the smell of wild animals. Why, 
Why? exclaimed Flop Ear wide awake now. This must be a circus. A circus like Blackie the cat told me about. She said it went from one city to another at nighttime. I guess I'll go out and look at it. Nobody will see me, and I may see Tum Tum the jolly elephant. I have never seen an elephant. Out of his hollow tree hopped Floppier. The rumbling noise was very loud now, for many of the big circus wagons were passing along the road. Then some of them stopped, for the horses were tired. Lopier hopped up close to one wagon in which he could see a lot of straw. Suddenly, a big black animal rose up from the straw and looked out through the bars of the cage. The white rabbit sitting beside the road was plain to be seen in the moonlight. Hello, who are you? asked the black animal in the circus wagon cage. It was standing still now. I am Flopier the funny rabbit, was the answer. At least, I think I must be funny because everyone says I am. You are, said the other animal. It makes me want to laugh when I look at you. Go on, laugh all you like, urged Flopier politely. But what is your name? Are you Tum Tum the Jolly Elephant? No, indeed. He is much larger than I. But how did you hear about Tum Tum? From Blackie, who I met in the woods. What? You know Blackie? cried the other animal in surprise. Do you know if she found her way home yet? She had not the time I saw her, answered Flopier. But how is it that you know Blackie? Why, I am Dido, the dancing bear. And it was in my cage that Blackie hid in the straw when those boys were going to tie a tin can to her tail. Oh, yes, she told me about that, said Flopier. So, you are Dido, huh? Blackie said you were very good to her. Would you mind dancing for me? Not at all, said Dido. Though, really, I don't have much room in my cage. I do most of my dancing out in the circus ring. But while the wagons are waiting for the horses to rest, I can dance a little for you. And so he did. How did you like that? He asked the rabbit as he sat down on the straw in his cage. Very nicely done indeed, answered Flopier. I am very glad I met you. Flopier, tell me more about yourself. So Flopier did, and the bear said he hoped that the rabbit would soon find his home. I hope so too, sighed Flopier. I am getting quite lonely without my folks. From down the road came the sound of a horn. Ah, that means the circus wagons are going to start once more, said Dido. Goodbye, Flopier. I am glad I met you. Give my love to Blackie if you meet her again. I will, promised the rabbit. Oh, do you think, Dido, that I could have a look at Tum Tum? I would like to tell my brother and sister if I ever find them again, that I had seen a real live circus elephant. See Tum Tum? Why, certainly, said Dido. The elephants are farther up ahead. If you run along there, you'll see them. Tum Tum is the first elephant and the largest. Tell him I sent you. 
I will, said Flop Ear. He hopped forward just as the wagons were beginning to move. Then Flop Ear saw some of the largest animals he had ever seen in his life. There were a number of them, and they were as big as the wagons in which the other animals were carried. These must be the elephants, thought Flop Ear. He was so surprised at their size that he stood still in the road. Then, all of a sudden, a voice cried right in his ear, Look out there, little white animal! And all at once, the next thing Flop Ear knew, he was being lifted high in the air. And that's the end of this part. Let's see what's going to happen to Flop Ear next. Good night. Sleep tight. Sleep tight.